Yo, this is Papa Dash Soul, and you are now listening to my favorite show, The Forecast. Keep up the excellent work, fellas. Take it away. Hey, hey, hey. You know who it is. The Jesus vs. Mero show. It's your boy, Jesus Nice, a.k.a. Young Chipotle. How can stay fat like Terio? I see you keeping it 100. Stay late, dog. One. Hey, what up? It's Killer Mike checking in at NatTheAfro.com. Make sure you keep it 100. Sound rap game, bang, 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 one the jewels on food, and I'm gone. Yeah. Nappy Afro.com. What's going on? You are now tuned in to the dopest podcast on the Nappy Afro Network. Actually, the only podcast on the Nappy Afro Network. This is the Frocast presented to you by NappyAfro.com. I am your host, King Germ, a.k.a. the People's Champ, a.k.a. the most electrified motherfucker in podcast today, a.k.a. the next door neighbor of Danny Tanner, a.k.a. LeBron Flames, a.k.a. the King of the Lames, a.k.a. the illegitimate son of Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Germ Cena, a.k.a. Fat Sajak, a.k.a. the Brooks Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sensible Shoes, a.k.a. Bill Goldberg in the bedroom, a.k.a. ASAP Stocky, and the last, a.k.a., the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, I am now joined by my lovely, elegant co-host, a uh, little over the hill now, still problematic, but she's well-spoken. Queen Germ, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? It's your girl, Queen Germ, a.k.a. Miss Savannah, a.k.a. I'm educated yet ignorant, a.k.a. the queen of QVC, a.k.a. bipolar mom, a.k.a. I hear no one, and a.k.a. your grade is your motherfucking grade. I'm in the building. <laughs> queen Germ in the building, everybody, man. Queen Germ, what's been going on? Not much. First week of school. First week of school. Wow. College How- is back in session. How was your week? It's been pretty good. Coming up off of my turn up weekend. Anything interesting happened to you this weekend? Oh, this, yeah. Since the last show, rather. Yeah, since the last show, babysitting grown people that's throwing up and oh, shit. Man. Look, hey. Uh, Before yeah. we get started on the party, let's go ahead and get the, these, these uh, sponsors out the way. Okay. Uh, Frocast brought to you by NappyAfro.com. Don't forget you can like, comment, subscribe, follow us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever podcast reader you use. Look us up, The Frocast. Uh, we also got the YouTube page we like y'all subscribe to. We're trying to get to 500. We almost there. So look us up on YouTube. We got shows on there. We do videos, all kind of stuff. And you can always leave a call on the voicemail at 347-201-2572. If you ain't hear me, go back 15 seconds and you'll hear all this shit again because I'm not saying it again. So yeah, got that all out the way. Queen Germ, heard you had a little party this weekend, man. Yeah, I had a little party. How was the party? I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Could have had a few more guests, but it's all good. Could have had a few more guests. Seemed like the party was full to me. Well, how full did you want it to be? You had I least, wanted to be busting. Like, you had at least about fifty people there. Yeah, but I wanted to be wall to wall bodies. It was an occupancy of one hundred and eleven, and I wanted to have one hundred and thirteen. Wow! I just, so I you just, want the fire yeah. inspector to yeah, come? Yeah, I, I wanted yeah, to, to come shut and shut it down. down. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Well, but it's, it was good. It was mm-hmm. fun. I. uh... Not that I was trying to recoup my calls, but I kind of was, so I exceeded that. So don't don't tell I, nobody. I else did that. that. I'm don't just say saying. Nobody. But look, it's, it was I, it was looking at the profit margin. It's my birthday, and it can't be my birthday if I ain't really come out the wow. whole. So 
wow. it's a celebration, but I can't, you know, I yeah, can't I be in the hole to celebrate. Yeah, so. don't be like the people we're going to talk yeah. about later. Yeah, I can't, but, I can't do that. Yeah, but, but uh, I was thankful for all my guests who came. Yeah. And then some of the ones some who came did from came, far and near. They sure did. They put some miles on their cars, rentals, and all of that. So yeah. I appreciate the love. It was very, very awesome. I had a good time. My DJ was on point. The drinks was real. Shout out to DJ Boogaloo. All right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, had a good time. So, uh, and still got lots of gifts from other people. I got a few coming in the mail. So, hey, I'm feeling good well, all August. Well, according to Cam, he said you're the real MVP. Oh, all right. He said, so any events that you have from now on, you got to invite him. Because he said it was some ladies in that building. Um, so, Cam was happy. Uh, so well, I'll make sure I keep him on the guest list. Yeah, because he was just like, he, and you got to include him. He said, because... He said you had. He said, "Ooh, ooh." He was, he was, he was happy. He said he wished he could have been in a better mood, but he just came from a wait. Yeah, so that's he, understandable. Yeah, so he was just like you know. Cause he said he wanted to set it off on the dance floor. He said that old lady with a short hair. She could get. It. Oh my God! Everybody want that loose booty. I said I don't know what it is, but, but you that's know. what happened when you don't wear no drawers. Oh no, no! Don't say that. Come on now, your ass don't move like that when it's secure. I I, I wasn't paying no attention. I well, was I was busy. Too many people to asked sure. me about it. I had to look at it because uh, I was trying to figure out. Okay, what you talking about? Okay, you said something. My brother said something. Okay, so hell, let's see what's going on over here. Yeah, so. yeah, me know, but we you know we're not going to uh, snitch on nobody, so we ain't gonna go into detail about what happened. What happened at the party? Stays Stays at, at the, the party. party. And you know, if you missed out, maybe you can make it to the the, the next, next forty, the next one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have another one in five years. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna have an odd number party. Mine gonna be like, I'm gonna go super lit for like number. It's gonna be an odd number, like a three on the end or something. Okay, like, Why are you having a party for that? I'm, ha- I'm yeah, down with it. I mean, I won't have one every year, but yeah. you know, I'm getting to the point where you know, mm. I feel like you got to celebrate every year. Yeah, I mean, man. you should anyway, celebrate every day. It's so. 420, everybody. Well, at least on the east coast, <laughs> at least on the east coast. So, yeah, so shout out to Queen Germ. Glad she had fun at her party. I like to see my wife happy and shit like that. It makes me happy to see her happy. And, you know, you know, she deserves, you know, a good time every once in a while. Not all the time. You know, thank God the month of August is almost over. Don't do that. Don't so rush that my way, days. Yeah. So that way, you know, she celebrates for a whole month. And, yeah. yeah. Like I said before. Today's the 28th. Summer is not the only thing that's hot from August 1st. Three, three more summer, days all, of this. All August. And it'll be over. So by the next forecast, we'll be on to something else. Don't be on to something else. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I'm glad she had a great party. I mean, look, had a lot of people come out. Good food. Hey, yo, shout out to whoever made them beans. God damn. That was my sister. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never ate so many beans before in my life. Like, and shout out to Patrick. That nigga ate about nine plates. That nigga. He hey, eats nine. And he, he ain't big. No, but he that, eat that like nigga, a, a nigga that's like every time I turned around, pounds. that nigga was had a full plate. And then, like, I was waiting in line behind him. That's the only reason why I noticed how this nigga was grubbing. Because I was like, damn, my nigga, you gonna move on? Like, damn, you just, you, you stuck in one spot. Like, just boom, boom. I mean, he fixing, like, first of all, you know, when you at a party, the plates ain't, you know, these ain't, these weren't your standard cookout plates. These were just like a party plate, whatever you call them little plates. This nigga was treating it like it was the big daddy platter. Boy, you should have seen this, man. That man had all kind of food on that plate. I was just like, damn, my dude. You know, I got drunk as hell Saturday night after the party. Yo, shout out to F and Vodka. I know 50 don't own it no more. God damn, that shit, it's too smooth. That shit's scary. It's so smooth, you drinking it, you don't taste it. Then it motherfucking hits your ass, and then next thing you know, you, got your knees you slump. You slump. I'm sitting out here, god damn. Mm-mm-mm. 
But yeah, so we had a great time. Uh, thank you, everybody that came out. Yes, if, everybody. If you missed it, man, you missed a great party. Uh, like I said, you know, we don't know when we're going to do another adult party around here. But I kind of like the adult parties. No kids involved. Like, this shit kind of cool. You ain't got to worry about nobody. You know what I'm saying? Well, we kind of did have to babysit some niggas. I'm about to say, come on now. Nice. Shout out to Lindsay. She left today. She gone to the Navy. So, shout out. You know shout what I'm out, saying? Shout out, shout out, shout out. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Get your like, knee in the Navy. You're going to have to drink more now. You can't be out there looking like a little baby. Yeah, she's going to have to be pretending. Yeah. You're going to have to do something. I'm a wine drinker. I don't give a yeah, damn. You, <laughs> you drink stick wine, wine, stick to wine. I'll be out there drinking all that hen and all that crazy shit. Crown, you... apple, and yeah, drinking because it was there. in my driveway. Yes, sir. God damn. But yeah, yeah. that's okay. No, it's like, hey, it ain't a party if you don't throw up, dog. Yeah, that's just, that's just that. Hey, the drink till you throw up. That's the cash money motto, nigga. And Lindsay live by this. So shout out to Lindsay, man. You know, like I said, everybody came by, man. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Y'all made my Queen Germs day, man. I yes, appreciate that. Made you my know. day, my week. Yes, sir. Well, now that we got that out the way, let's get to some fuckery, all right? So I was watching World Style Hip Hop. And it was a video, I think it was in Houston, Texas. It was a cop that was trying to arrest somebody, and the guy was resisting. And there was a lady in the background. She had on a police-type uniform, but it was a security guard uniform. And she wasn't helping. She was recording it. So the cop, he's trying to get this man, restrain this man, and, you know, stop resisting, stop resisting, and put him in handcuffs. You know, and he was like, quit looking, quit recording, and help. And she didn't help, so she just stood there. How about she got fired from this motherfucking shit? Two cops are in a serious struggle with a suspect. The teen suspect appears to resist as a crowd gathers at a gas station in Houston. And as happens these days, several bystanders are recording the incident with their cell phones. But who's that? She's a security guard, and she sure seems to be ignoring the police officer's plea for assistance. She was completely oblivious as to what was going on out there. Joe Gamaldi is president of the Houston Police Officers Union. As a security guard, you go through training, you wear a uniform, you wear a badge. She should absolutely be ashamed that she didn't even call 911. I mean, at the very least, she could have called for our officers and get them some help out there, and she did nothing. The security company she works for fired her after seeing the video. Police around the country are asking citizens to get involved when they safely can. Just this week in New York City, the Sergeant's Union announced it's offering cash as an incentive. We will offer a $500 reward for any individual who comes to the aid of any member of law enforcement in the city of New York while making an arrest and someone is resisting that arrest and they help that officer. The 17-year-old suspect in Houston was finally cuffed and arrested for attempting to disarm a police officer. No thanks to the security guard. Now, first of all, if I'm a security guard and I see a police officer doing his work, I'm going to let him do his work. Exactly. It doesn't matter if I pull out my phone or not. You do your motherfucking job because I'm a security officer. You are a police officer. It's, it's a difference. So she lost her real job behind not helping somebody. Like, you don't know her situation. She, could, she off the clock. That's the first thing they tell you in the workplace, right? Exactly. Don't work off the clock. Exactly. Because that's liability and all Li that stuff. Now, what, let's say something would have happened to this lady. Who's liable? Exactly. They're going to be like, hey, she was good Samaritan. She, she lost yeah. her job. She lost her life. life. Exactly. You know what, what I'm saying? They they, they, nothing. They're going to get no major check. Nothing. Like, I don't happen. blame that woman for not helping because that's not her job. Now, the recording shit. 
I still don't think she should have been fired for it. No, she should have been fired for recording because if she was off the call, if she was off the clock, how you lose your job while you off the, for something you did off the clock? I, you I, didn't commit a crime off the clock. I don't understand that. Like that, that. I mean, where does it say in my contract with this security services that says you may be asked to help out police officers while you off? Exactly. I mean, what if she didn't have the fucking uniform on and was just sitting there? Would you still got fired? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But just because I'm in uniform, like, why do I have to help? I'm a security officer. Bitch, I work in the goddamn grocery store. I'm not used to this shit. We don't, you know, wherever she work at. Exactly. I can see, I mean, she ain't TSA. She ain't motherfucking armed security guard, nigga. She, she off. Exactly. Did you, my, watch the, you watch yeah, the video? I'm that watching. shit was fucked up. But then my it was like, people is, was, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over me. Well, no, I mean, my biggest thing is you firing somebody over something that, I mean, it's it's just dumb to me, period. There's no way around it. It's nothing that she did to justify losing your job. And if the police is doing their job, what is what is she going to add to Hell, the thing? Why you can't subdue, you a fucking cop. Why you can't subdue one man? I mean, do what y'all do all the time. Shoot and kill him. I mean, hell, that's what y'all do I anyway. mean, but it's two of them. Oh, that's right. It was two people. So, so what, I'm like, what? What the hell is going on? So now, third person supposed to come. What do you want me? To I do? mean, then she. I mean, not. I'm, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity, you know, person. But she a woman. If, yeah. if there's two of y'all men laid down on the ground with this man, what the hell is she gonna provide y'all with? Exactly. Just another. She gonna of, get in the way. Yeah, just like the other cop. Uh, it was a. It was in Raleigh. They was trying to stop this man. He was like in the middle of the road. He started wilding out. He started kicking all their ass. I'm talking about. He was biting and everything. He he bit hold on the one girl leg. They sitting there just busting him in the head. Ah, let her go, let her go. He just ah. He he was not having that shit. I'm talking about. They done tased that nigga. They done did all kind of shit to this nigga. And this motherfucker wasn't having it, man. So like I said, sometimes it ain't nothing you can do about it, cop. You just gonna in the weight room, man. Yeah, that's what they need to do. Shit, you around there playing around. Yeah, cop, you need to get your weight up. You looking hella slammable out here. If you can't handle, two of y'all can't handle one guy. I can see if it was a big dude. This dude look normal size. Exactly. But it's still two of y'all, man. Like it's I'm two of y'all to one person. What's the purpose? Hey, bro. Yeah, hey, look, that's fucked up. And whoever, you better get you a lawyer. Because get you a motherfucking better job. Because that's some bullshit. Get you a check. Because ain't no way. You better go look over that little, that, that, that shit you signed for this job. And make sure ain't no small print to say you got to help police officers on your off time. You don't. Nah, because they want to go, look, so what if you were sprung into action, like, hey, yesterday I helped this cop, you know what I'm saying, can I get paid for that? I was out there like two hours helping them. They would have been like, hey, get out of my motherfucking face. So I just, like I said, this was fucked up situation. Look, sister, get you a lawyer, get you some money, get paid, because it's some bullshit. Ain't no way, I'm I'm pretty sure there's some bullshit, man. So yeah, uh... That's weird. And then we got... Oh, man. So, like I Somebody said... Somebody that's sick as hell. Because this, okay. this here don't make no right. damn sense. All right. So, uh, moving along. Moving on to other sick-ass people. Hospital security guard arrested after being caught having sex with woman's corpse. I read that right, right? You read it right. Corpse. They ain't like sister or cousin. They ain't mean to say cousin right there, did it? It said corpse. I would need to not say none of the shit you just said. But at the same damn time, I want to know. I, I really don't. Okay, so it says a security guard at a Tennessee hospital is facing criminal charges after being caught having sex with a corpse. Police say that Cameron Wright was caught in the act having intercourse with a dead woman in the hospital's body storage room. Wright has been fired as a security guard after police say he admitted to the crime. 
In a statement just released, St. Francis reps say, in part, the behavior of this individual does not represent what our hospital stands for, and these actions are completely unacceptable. We are empathetic and sympathetic to the family of the patient. 23-year-old. Nigga, you 23? Shit, he looked 43. Cameron Wright was arrested and charged with abuse of a corpse after at least two people witnessed him penetrating a dead body at the St. Francis Hospital in Memphis, Fox reports. Wright's sister spoke to local station WREG-TV after the incident. According to the unidentified female, Wright was childlike and has, and has raised questions on multiple occasions regarding of his mental state. I think he's still a good person. He just needs help, she said. I mean, because anybody that does something like that, there's got to be something wrong with them. The hospital released the following statement regarding the disturbing situation. Treating those, treating those we serve with dignity and respect is our top priority. The, the behavior of this individual does not represent what our hospital stands for, and these actions are completely unacceptable. We are saddened by this incident, and we are empathetic and sympathetic to the family of the patient. The victim of this heinous crime was a 37-year-old woman who died of a heart attack. The, body, the woman's body was being held in storage as it awaited organ removal. See, that's why I tell y'all, don't be a fucking donor. Because your body be sitting around and sick motherfuckers like this come by. Look, there's another hospital security guard. Uh-huh. So, so, so this nigga, a security guard. So these are the type of niggas that security people hire. Exactly. And you want to hire the last sister for not helping? But this motherfucker was he helping himself to Yeah, he was helping to, himself to, to the bodies. And, he was, and my thing is, when you get caught, I want to believe that the majority of the time, this ain't your first time. Mm-mm. Because, Mm-mm. first of all, when you when you first go around with it, you a whole lot more, you know, you tense and you trying to do what you're trying to do undercover. But once you done got away with it, you have developed some level of comfort. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that causes you to be in a situation where you get caught. So, how many other people, you dead bodies, you done did it? Since you've been at the hospital. Exactly. And then they talking about he was childlike. This nigga got a fucking job, Okay. He ain't, in there, he ain't in there. He ain't in there. If he was childlike, they he would didn't give present him a job. He didn't present himself childlike when he was in a people interview. Hell no. Nah. So that, that, don't don't say something wrong with him. You know what I'm saying? He might be childlike. Whatever. I don't. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say that. Them your people. I'm not gonna say what I think. But I think the motherfucker need help because uh, it's called necrophilia. I think that's what they call it. People that like to have sex yeah, with, with dead bodies. Yeah. And I mean, I've heard of it before. We had a dude in our town called Wild Man. Wild Man was known. To pay the people that worked at the funeral homes. That's why I said I would never, ever, ever send my my bodies to any of my loved ones to certain funeral homes in Greensboro. Because Wild Man was known to pay the people that worked there a couple of dollars, let him come in there and fuck people. He used to call it, oh, I'm about to go get some cold cuts. That's what he used to say. Oh. Yes. That's what he used to call it. Oh, I'm about to go get some cold cuts. What y'all know about them cold cuts? His name Wild Man. I mean, he lived up to the fucking name. But I, I, I swear, I was just like, yo, I can never. That's disgusting. Yeah, I can never send none of my loved ones there because I said, if this motherfucker fuck my auntie, my grandma, my somebody, my cousin, anything like that, I would fucking lose it. Like, wild man would be dead, man. So I don't get the appeal <laughs> because ain't nothing better than some good old warm coochie. I don't understand what this dead coochie do. Like, it's dead. Like, it's got to be a smell. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe it's not. Nah, it's, bro. It's, it's nah, bro. The human body is still now. Nigga, so these this was a waiting organ though, so nothing was done to this body. Well, I mean, it was it was on a cooling table, but still though, it, it was it was being preserved some type of way because them organs got to be preserved, so they ain't got nothing else. But that body was super cold, so it was in a, yeah, it was super cold. So yeah, I would think that if I stuck that would not in, be pleasing. Yeah, I'm but just, at the same time, you don't know what he like. If he if that's what he like, he like his cooch on ice. 
hey, hell, that's what he likes. Some people putting ice in their stuff. So I don't know what the man like. All I can tell you is I'm glad the person was already dead so that that way they really did not get harmed because if it was a real person, I, I would be a little... Nigga, I mean, you gotta be a... I mean, you, you just I gotta mean, get since the person is deceased, I'm coming back. You fuck not me okay. when I'm dead, I'm coming back to haunt you the rest I'm of your life. I'm gonna need nobody not to fuck you, period. I mean, but. they say... I mean, people do that shit. Like, they say, because the man... They say the man thing get hard. Like, what, after dead, hard. it be rock hard for a while. You know what I'm saying? Them ladies be in there just like... Duh, 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 duh. Like, even the people be in comas and shit, them nurses be fucking them niggas. Because they shit, they shit get hard and they don't, you know... They in a coma. They fuck the shit out of them. They be raping them for years. Niggas don't know. Then finally wake up out of a coma. Like, oh, I got pregnant. What you mean? I was in a coma. No, this your baby, my nigga. Like, shit happens. So, it's, it's, it's some sick motherfuckers in this world. Well, I don't man. need no dick that bad to be trying to, to have sex with nobody. So, you worked at a medical examiner office. You was like, God, dog. You wouldn't even be like. I mean, I, mean, I might look at it because it would be interesting to see. Like, he like, hung. Huh. But I ain't wow. got no need for all that. You're like, well, <laughs> nobody's looking, you know, and next thing you know, no. you put condoms on them, having all kind of relationships with these things. Nah, bro. I don't <laughs> I need do that it. in my life. That's nasty. Yeah, I mean, sick. and then my thing is with the dead thing, you, I mean, I don't understand, like, I would, I would have to believe that something is mentally wrong with you because my uh, connection with those that are deceased I can't see myself finding anything about that sexy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, for you to be a man or anybody who want to mm-hmm. jump on one, a dead person, yeah. it, you can't get your rocks off. I don't even care if I walk in the room with some fine-ass dead woman. I'm still like, she a dead woman. Like, yeah, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I, was, I, I would say, she was fine. I mean, but nothing on my mind would be like, let I mean, me stick it up and She know. can't say no now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? I just like, don't, nah. yeah, I don't see it. It's nah. just retarded. So. Wow. That's so, yeah. nasty. Speaking of nasty, um, people in the UK, man, there is a new flesh-eating STD on the loose. It's because uh, some woman contracted it. It's called... Uh, Donovanosis? Yeah, whatever she said. It looks like Donovan and then Osis. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, Donovanosis. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, the yeah. disease called Donovanosis was diagnosed in a woman in Southport, England, within the past year, according to the local news outlet Liverpool Echo. A woman in the United Kingdom has been diagnosed with a rare, flesh-eating, sexually transmitted disease. Yahoo News reports it is the first case of Donovanosis to be diagnosed in the UK. It is more commonly found in India, Papua New Guinea, the Caribbean, Australia, and Africa. The CDC says it causes ulcers that are typically painless and slow-growing, but it eventually destroys genital tissue and can spread to other parts of the body. There are around 100 cases reported in the U.S. each year. Most become infected while traveling overseas. Live Science says the STD can be treated with antibiotics over several weeks. That's a bit of good news there. The woman who has not been identified, y'all better identify her motherfucking ass. She out here looking like the movie Contracted. Out here pieces of her just falling off and shit. She right here trying well, to talk to niggas. She dead in a minute. She trying to talk to niggas. Her lip just falling off. Her coochie just... Oh, no, no, no. And then my thing is, you talking about... Now, you give us a big old wide-ass ring. You talking about something 15 to 25. Donovanosis is an STD caused by a bacterium called... Clebicet, whatever, glamernomitis, according to the National Institute of Health. The disease is rarely seen in the United States with about only 100 cases reported per year. So it's here too, my nigga. Oh, it's here because in this process of looking at this, I went on the um the CDC thing mm-hmm. in the U.S. and they say STDs are on an all-time rise. This is yep. the fourth year that the, um yeah. it has increased 
So four years moving on up. You know what happened? And it's chlamydia, gonorrhea, mm. and mm. syphilis. And all of these are climbing. Climbing. And it's the same age range. Mm. About uh, 14 to 24. That's you know it is. Because I got told them niggas at work. All y'all young niggas out here eating ass. Y'all eating ass too much. Like, we ain't have all these super STDs. Because y'all niggas out here eating ass. Look, they, disease can start out small, painless, sores, ulcers on the genitals. The sores slowly get larger and form raised red bumps that bleed easily. Uh, the public health system in South Australia... Over the, uh, per okay. As disease spreads, it can destroy genital tissue and cause the skin around the area to lose color. The infection causes lesions and skin disintegration as the patient's flesh effectively consumes itself. Oh my God! In the late stage of the disease, symptoms can look like those of advanced genital cancers. Wow! Disease spread through sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. Yep. It also spread through oral sex. Yes. 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 I told you. I mean, Donovan knows is treatable with antibiotics, which usually need to be taken for several weeks. Treating disease can early can early can reduce the risk of complications, which can include genital damage and scarring. Wow, people, listen, y'all got to take it real out there. Y'all creating super STDs now. It's not your normal clap shit like that. Nigga used to get a shot for they be back out in the streets in thirty days. Y'all put niggas on the shelf now. Listen, man, shit is real. <laughs> Y'all better be out there and protect yourselves, man. Hey, shout out to that uh, goddamn. Hey, even that reader that wrote that letter about the marriage wearing the condom, yo. You, hey, you, you ahead of your time. You don't want this shit. I get it. I get it. Whatever. If you with somebody, you should know that your person ain't having sex with nobody else. How long do you date somebody before you ask for a test? Like, how long y'all before y'all fuck? You should. Yes. Okay, so before you fuck, okay. yeah. it's too late after you done fuck. You like no, oh, well. you still can get one done because you might have been saved. Mm -hmm. Might have got a little grace and mercy, mm -hmm. and then now you know you in there and y'all ain't wearing no condoms and shit. Yeah. You might want to go. I don't care when it is. We go to for our birthday. We gonna go for whatever. Yeah, but we before need to we, be, before we smashing. Yeah, it, it would be nice. At. Yeah, to go in and do that. That's what's up. That I mean, nice. I just think that that makes most sense. Cause if you if you both got something already, you can't blame nobody. If you don't have nothing and you get something, you already know. But shit, we didn't have nothing when we started out. Now we got some. Mm. So where does come from? So I mean, it's just to look out for your own self. Cause people, even yeah. like when I go to the doctor, they say, "Well, how long have you been married?" Hell, fourteen years. So you um, so we just gonna do a pap and look for anything abnormal. No, you are gonna do me a full STD screen. Why the hell would I? I mean, it ain't you. It's other stuff that can come up that lies dormant in your system for decades so i'm gonna not know what i got going on mm. don't just discount it because somebody is in a, a relationship kind of marriage you... I, got? I might got an open marriage like yo <laughs> really i mean this ain't i mean people, i mean yeah but people just go and yeah, they make they that assumption just because i'm married this is yeah you know, and then you like, say oh y'all been married this long oh you're this old oh i'm sure you know you only have one partner and your partner only has one partner so you're good. <clears throat> no, just mm -hmm. go on and run it for the sake of it. Yeah, I just want to know. A baseline testing. So I can say, nigga, I went and got checked this month and I was good. So it's a, what's, what's new good? in your yeah, life? What's good, my nigga? Like, what's good? So, yeah. Man, be careful out there, man. Shout out to GQ Blue. Be easy. All y'all single niggas out there on the prowl. Look out for the super STD Donovanosis. You know what I'm saying? Whoever he is. Yeah. All y'all accidental ass eaters and... Uh, ass eating on the first night, y'all better be careful, man. I'm telling you, man. Child, they I'm better telling get something, you. Too. 
Better get some of that, whatever, that dental dam or yeah, something. Yeah, nigga, I just... Put, just lay something across bruh, there to, like, to keep your face clean. Golly, like, you can't even fuck normal no more. You gotta have all this crazy shit, because it's super shit out here. I don't understand why you just, why you're eating flesh ass to eating, begin with. Flesh eating, well, I mean, eat, let's, aside from eating ass, you can get a flesh-eating motherfucking STD, though. What the fuck? Flesh yeah, eating. that's nasty. Your body starts just cannibalizing itself from yeah. some... Some pussy or some dick, that is amazing, man. God. Yeah, damn. I mean, it's just the, the fact human that, body is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, but you done had so many other toxins that have your body has been exposed to, so it is fighting its own stuff. Jesus Christ, man. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Well, moving along. I was on uh, Twitter earlier this week, and I saw some people arguing. Uh, they was arguing that there's a difference between HBCU black and PWI black. Now, I'm gonna let you uh, talk about this because you've been to a PWI school and you've been to an HBCU school. So, is there a difference between the blackness of an HBCU and the blackness of a PWI? Well, it's a difference in the blackness in the environment, but it ain't no difference in the blackness of the person. Cause the nigga that I was when I was at an HBCU was the same nigga I was when I was at the damn. PWI. Okay. It wasn't shit that changed. But my thing is, if you talking about That's people true. who have gone exclusively to HBCUs versus people who yeah, have had not, not, not the transfer, not the transfer. I'm talking about the like you. You saw both. I saw sides. both sides, but so, for those people who do right. not see both sides and identify with one more yes. so than the other, yes. then yeah, it's it's definitely a totally different vibe okay. because a lot of them like we we black 365 days of the year. Yep. Ain't nothing we can do about it. But my thing is, when you are in that black environment, it's awesome to be in that family environment at HBCU, but real life ain't all black. So you kind of condition yourself to think that, you know, all this black power, you know, we proud, blah, blah, blah. That's good. Blah, blah, blah is what she said. But Go ahead. Because of the fact that it's some real messed up stuff that we do. At HBCUs, I compare it to the church all the time. It's like people fuck up. But we keep taking them back. We keep letting them get another chance. Wow. We keep letting them get another chance. That's and real world ain't like that. The real world ain't like that. So when you get out here in mainstream and you working in, in, in the real business where it's, you know, it's diverse and you're dealing with all kinds of different people. But one, you have a culture shock because you ain't used to people doing shit that they say on time. Mm-hmm. You ain't used to, you know, having to meet certain, you know, deadlines. And things like that, because you always given another option, you always given another chance, you whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have conditioned yourself not to be ready for the real world. Now you may have people who care about you. You may have people who have made sure that you have various opportunities. And in some cases, you may be smarter and learned more than some of these other people at PWIs. But as far as the real life experience about being about your business. And many times we drop the ball at P, um, at HBCUs because we loving so much. We, we we loving way so much that we forget to make sure we set a standard that's going to make our students competitive for the real world. Mm-hmm. So that's the blackness that I would say is different. I mean, people who go to a PWI, it depends on why they went. Because some people go to a PWI because they were the ones who gave me a chance. Because, I mean, like, you know, if I'm black and I go to a PWI, I'm getting a minority scholarship. They're paying for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Whereas I go to HBCU, y'all niggas can't give me my financial aid check on time. And y'all ain't giving me no scholarship. So, who crazy? Why the hell I'm going to go there and play with y'all when I can go over here and, you know, not have to be in debt because I got some scholarships or whatever. 
some people go to PWIs because they don't like black people to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that ain't the kind of nigga you really need to even compare yourself to because they not real to, from the start. Yeah. But, but how do you feel about the, the HBCU black saying the the PWI black ain't black? Like, ain't black is, you know, you that ain't, it's a different, it's a different kind of black. But, I mean, I just feel like, I honestly think that when you look at PWIs, you should, I feel like you should have gone to either a mixed school, mm-hmm. so you can have somewhat of a cultural yeah, experience. Black union, all this and stuff. then, I mean, because see, the thing is, we are, I know for myself, we were tighter at the University of Georgia than we were at um, A&T simply because of the fact that it wasn't a lot. So by default, when I see a black person, we friends. Yeah, I don't give a damn yeah. where you come from, mm-hmm. what school you went to, mm-hmm. you, what your yeah. parents do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're friends because yeah. it ain't but ten percent of us on this big old campus. Yeah. That's here. Okay. So you know what I'm saying. Exactly. But then when you go to uh, HBCU, yeah, y'all niggas divide because oh he in this organization, they in that organization, they from down there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He ain't from Dade, man. Ain't fucking with him. Exactly. So that's why I'm just like, you know, you have so much more. And I feel like, to be honest, a lot of times I compare it to a plantation. Mm. You talking about HBCU, you got the house niggas, Mm. people who who in the cliques Mm. that ain't doing shit. But because you in the right uh, organizations or you got the right connections, you you steady getting promotions after promotion after promotion. Then you got the people. I mean, even the students, they already know it. They go into certain organizations because they want to get perks. Or they know that their family is connected to whatever group. So you maneuver the system based on your connects. Versus at a white school, you getting it because that's what you earn. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody looking out for you except for maybe the one or two black faculty that they got. Mm-hmm. And they can't do but so much. Yep. So I just feel like you can't discount somebody's uh, experience mm-hmm. on either end. But at the same time, you kind of got to look at it all together simply because of the fact that it's, you know... It's going to be different, but it's all about what you make of it. And so, to me, at this point of where we are, we we need to do more of uniting what we have experienced yeah. versus trying to separate. So, I wouldn't want to try to say, oh, you went to a white school, so you ain't this, this, and this. My thing is, shoot, we all need to work together yeah. and make something happen. Yeah, because I asked GQ Blue that, you know, like, you know, how he feel about because he's a Sigma, and you know what I'm saying? and But he went to... He got his his segment a PWI. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I asked him, do it does it mean anything? It like, does. Do, do the HBCU niggas kind of like they disrespect it? Why? Like they disrespect because the thing about it is, which I don't want to go off the subject too much, but when you pledge an organization at a white school, white people have different types of rules. Mm-hmm. Certain shit that black people allow you to do that they call hazing that's illegal. Mm-hmm. You probably done going through more at a HBCU. Mm-hmm. So for some strange reason, black to back to slavery, niggas feel like to be real in an organization, you had to really be hazed. Which that's not what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to be saying that we bringing each other together. We gonna we gonna know each other really well. We got each other back. All of that type of stuff. It's ways for us to bond without you whooping my ass. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of times people look at it as you had to be hazed when you had an HBCU when depending on where you are and what the conditions are of your university, you might be just as paper as somebody at a white school. Mm -hmm. So like at a lot of white schools, they go, they do their thing and, you know, they learn their history and they got their letters. So it's looked at as you, they call it paper. So it's like you didn't really go through nothing physically. 
So it's like they look at it as it was easy, so they they disrespect it, but they don't really know what you could have went through because, yeah. you know, it it just all depends on what chapter, when, the time that you went through or whatever. So I just feel like people need to stop trying to find ways to divide themselves and realize that we all we got. So black people, they just yeah. need to let it go. Yeah, I mean, you educated if you educated, you black. Do something that's gonna help your family and the the surrounding com- the community that's surrounding you. Mm. Right. That's 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 what it all boils down to, man. You know, it's what it all boils down to. Just try to make make the world better than what you found it. You know, what I'm saying if you can, if we, I mean, so even if you if you you know can't do it monetarily, you can do it with time. You can do it yeah. with, with just the way you live your life. You know, what I'm saying like we gotta stop being so. You know, we're what's the word? We divide it right now. Yeah. Like, within our community, but we need to be moving for this is the time that we should be united than a motherfucker. Yeah. But no most. we sitting here we we still picking these little infights. Yeah, trying them. to say, uh, you know, your organization better than mine, my organization well, you better ain't than black. Yours. Like, you ain't black. How are you, you blacker than me? Like, that's that's black. Just because I don't goddamn like what is black shit? Like Nick, I mean, come on man. Like, nah, bro. Like stop. I mean the crackers will let you know who black. Yeah. Every last one of them same damn part. Yes, sir. They don't give a fuck if you LeBron James, you got them King Germ, nigga. Still exactly. a They'll paint nigga on LeBron house, they'll paint nigga on my house. All right? So that lets you know. It don't fucking matter. That let, if you can't understand, they still painting nigga on LeBron James house. Nigga. So yeah, there's no difference. We, yeah, we all the same. You a rich nigga, poor nigga. <laughs> it's a nigga, nigga on TV every nigga, fucking dark day. Dark skin nigga, it don't matter. You still a nigga. Exactly, man. But, you know, it's what it is. Ah, uh, man. Let's see. Moving along. Now, this some nigga shit, too. Yeah. Even though she ain't. Go ahead and read it, Queen Jerm. Well, I'm just going to read the headline because it says the bride uh, decided to straight up cancel her wedding after her guests refused to dish out thousands of dollars to help her make it happen. Now, like I said, that's some nigga shit, but it looks as if she's not black. Uh, but who the hell you think you are that somebody else deserved to pay for your wedding? <laughs> I mean, like, if you and this nigga don't have no money, go to the courthouse. We will go to Golden Corral yeah. and eat after your shit is over. She- it ain't no need for me to pay no money. Now, now you gotta realize, like, uh, she... Okay, she said they she they had met when they were fourteen years old, uh-huh. and they got engaged when they were eighteen. Uh, she ended up having that again. Let's look, listen to this timeline. They got engaged when they were eighteen. She had a baby at twenty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they had went to community college. You know what I'm saying? Went to school. They had saved up some money. You know now they want to get married. You know what I'm saying? So they got fifteen thousand dollars. And the that's wedding. enough for a wedding. Fifteen thousand. But she was like, "Hey, I'm only getting married once." Tell me, she want to have a fairy tale. Wedding. I want to have a fairy tale dream wedding. So her fairy tale wedding cost sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand for the fairy tale wedding. Now she keeps harping about, you know, the man scraped up, saved a five grand on the ring. You know, bought a ring. It was almost five thousand dollars. So now she feels like, you know, she wants a sixty thousand dollar wedding. But and shit, she don't deserve to have a wedding no way because she done had a baby. Y'all done been together. Who the hell cares, look, y'all? That look, it's for all the guests in attendance. She's only asking for fifteen hundred dollars per guest. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred dollars, and uh, like the mom was supposed to give like three thousand dollars. like his family was supposed to do three thousand, her family was supposed to do five thousand, or her family three, his family five, and every guest was gonna pay fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, 
all the t all the uh the all your inst I mean your um your admission for this wedding included a flight to Aruba. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if your room was paid for, but I think it might have been. I don't know. But uh yeah, it, airplane was in your airplane was included. Uh, all you had to do was pay fifteen hundred dollars every guest, and if you didn't have if you didn't uh pay that, you know, she didn't want you there. She only wanted cash gifts, you know what I'm saying? The uh, fucking you know, everybody fell out with her. You know what I'm saying? She should have just had a damn GoFundMe if that was the case. Because my thing is, somebody might have, somebody might have, you know, if you get enough people to see it, they send you 10 and $20. It'll add up. Yeah. And hell, I won't have my wedding. I'll let y'all know when my wedding is. Uh, It's going to be on in August at some point when I get all these money, get all the money up. What you're not going to do is tell me that I'm going to pay to be in your wedding or be an attendant at your wedding because you want to have an extravagant wedding. That means you don't need to have an extravagant wedding if you can't pay for it. Between you and your spouse, that's where the money come from. Y'all families figure it out. But, honey, you telling me, shit, you done did everything that a married people do. You got a baby and all that. You don't deserve to have no top-notch wedding if you can't afford it. Shit, I don't give a damn who you are. If you don't have the money, you don't have the wedding. That's dumb. And then my thing is, you tell me what makes sense. You having a wedding in Aruba or you having a place for you and your turn and mm -hmm. the husband to stay? Yeah, like he, he offered to go to uh, Las Vegas to get married. She tripped out like, what, you think I'm some kind of whore? Uh, some cheap whore or somebody that she got mad? Cause, Stop, please. He you know, knows you're a cheap whore because he got you when you was 14. I mean, dang gum. Like, let's be real. We've been here. We've been together for a while. Let's just go yeah, ahead. We've been living like a married couple. Coochie. Ain't no let's, need for Let's go. Complain. Why you got to, you know, be Brazil and shit? Like, I don't understand that. Being, you know, like, people, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, I would not spend a lot of money on a wedding because mm -hmm. it's a lot of... It's just stupid because, for one, yeah. you putting on a show for people who damn near don't care nothing about you. They don't care. It's a handful of people you're going to invite that really wish y'all well, and then the rest of the people it's are just there to see what y'all got. And a free meal. And that, too. And they gift probably ain't going to even add up to whatever y'all yeah, like whatever you so pay whatever. per plate, they're going to they gonna come there with their little $25 gift card exactly. to Target. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If they do that, some people don't bring gifts. Like, mm, you can't get mad. Don't. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, and then I wouldn't spend no money on the wedding. I'd spend money on the reception. wouldn't spend no money on the wedding. I wouldn't even spend that much money on that. I mean, it's just a simple fact of the matter. Like, I you can money. have... Now, I ain't, when I say money, I'm talking like... I ain't talking about big money. I'm just saying... Like, yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's I mean, yeah. shoot. The wedding, if you go to somebody's church, shit. Go to somebody's church for a month uh, and, and say you and the person want to get married. Y'all use the people church. But my thing is, it's just a waste when you're talking about putting on a show for people and you can't afford it. If you can afford to have the $60,000 wedding, have it. Yeah. If that's what you feel like you need to have. Yeah. But you are you never going to get me this co-sign on you telling me how to spend my money. Yeah. If you my friend and I wish you well, it's no price tag on that. Yeah. So you can't be mad that the people don't want to spend no damn money yeah. to be around you and your, your husband. They done seen y'all niggas together. All this time. Because mm -hmm. they done bought you a baby shower gift. Mm -hmm. They done bought your child some Christmas gifts and birthday gifts. Hell, you, it ain't time for you to get no wedding gifts. Y'all yeah. done did that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Hell you no. Was, I ain't with that bullshit. You pay for your wedding. Like, that is crazy. That's some real crazy shit. Mm -mm. You mad. You actually mad with the people. Because you had to cancel your wedding. Now y'all broke before. up. Yeah, now y'all broke up. But this is my thing. That tell you right there. Y'all weren't going to last through hard times. Yeah. Cause if y'all mad about during destination wedding, she uh, mad. Yeah, but 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 still, yeah, it's gonna be something it, yeah. else that come up. Yeah. If you would have had the wedding of your dreams, that your ass wouldn't stay with him for. Yep. So that's what Mister 
the groom, he yeah. ought to be damn glad that yeah, she fell off at this she, point. Well, now she a baby mama, and you know, she about to make you rain through the dry now, buddy. He ain't gonna, she ain't going to run through nothing, because clearly they ain't got no damn money if you couldn't have your damn wedding. Well, you couldn't have a $60,000 wedding. They had, had $15,000 saved like up I for see, this wedding. Could have had a nice-ass wedding for $15,000. $15, yeah, and like, she would have been just fine. Yeah. Hey, man, shout-out to uh, my co-worker, man. Got engaged this week, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out. You know. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know about that one. So. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, um, people that wanted all these expenses. You do not want to start a marriage out in the fucking um, black. In the red. You know, in the in red. The red yeah. yeah, you don't want to start that. Like, shit. I mean, it's just dumb because you're being selfish. Yeah. You, I mean, like I said, you have a kid. If you got, shit, $60,000, you should be trying to put that away so you can send your child to freaking college. You worrying about having a damn show for some people. You ain't got nothing going on because if you say y'all saved $15,000, whoop de doo you got things to start your family with. Yes, not something to say that I'm going to go and blow it on a wedding, which you're not going to recoup the cause. You having a sixty thousand dollar wedding, which most of that money that's is why being she paid up. Go, that's why she wasn't going. She wasn't worried about recouping because she was asking she everybody was, yeah, to pay she for. She was it. trying to get the people to pay for. I'm gonna save my fifteen thousand. I'm gonna get y'all sixty thousand to pay for this wedding. Yeah, and she even if trying, you put your fifteen thousand in there, you still got forty five thousand that you got to come up with. Yeah. So in all of that, she, you still saying. good because you, you only wanted like 40, 000. yeah. She only wanted like 50, 60 people at this damn wedding. Because if everybody got to pay fifteen hundred. That's how many yeah. people coming. You so know. you see. Yeah, that's 60 people. That's damn near. That's way more than 60,000. So 15, 60. So there's like 40 people. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 40 mm. people to get you 60,000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. So yeah, I just man. feel like it don't make no sense because <clears throat> ain't no way in the world you can be mad with anybody but yourself because you're stupid. You done did everything the married people do and now you want to have the, the wedding of your dreams. You was fucking... Long time ago, you and done had a baby and all that. Just be glad the man still want to be with you. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Speaking of people of your dreams. Go ahead. Ghost is still fine. Just want to put that out there. Oh, Lord. So we going on TV talk? <laughs> Might as well. Mm, mm, mm. Well, TV talk, everybody. Uh, power. What's going on on power? Who? Ghost. She <laughs> said, ghost. Anyway, so power happened this week, man. Probably, probably the best episode of the fucking season. The best episode of the season. You think so? It had to be. It had to be. It had so many twists and turns. Like, I ain't know what was going on. And I so, didn't think Keenan was cute until he got shot. But... At the beginning of the fucking episode... <laughs> I'm like, damn, 50 Cent might be really looking like something. Mm. I said at the beginning of the episode, damn, um, fucking, it started off with them plotting on how to, you know, uh, what they were going to do. Yeah, who they was going to, um, and who was going to take the rap. And so Ghost said he was going to take it. And then Angela kind of like talked him out of like, nigga, you can't even answer questions. They not going to believe that you did it. So we got to come up with something else. So Ghost walks away not knowing shit. He, he, he's, he's trying to throw down uh, all the blame on Andre. Saying Andre is the one that did it. So that's what goes, his plans is a motion to do that. So we're moving along, you know. Of course, goddamn, they, they pull up on your boy, uh, Proctor. I think they got him. They about to flip him. He, well, actually, Proctor goddamn snitched and said, yo, Angela the one. So that's all they needed to hear. So now they after Angela, you know what I'm saying? So then um, 
that's who the people in the office after Angela. Uh, as far as Proctor, he's now, they got him by the balls because he just got his license back, so he got to work with them. Um, so he go hollers at his cousin Vinny. He gets the fucking laptop back that he got the recording that, you know, saying that Egan killed the fucking agent and all that shit. You know, all that good shit. So he got his insurance package on him, which I think is a fuck up because it was out of place. If anything happened to you, it could come out. Now that you got it, a motherfucker can take it from your ass, Proctor. So now that's why I know that's what's about to happen. He about to lose that shit and lose his life. So Proctor gonna be gone soon. Um, Tommy, Tommy, that's when he had the dinner with the uh, Teresi, his mama, his daddy, and uh, mm -hmm. Teresi and his, and his wife. Girlfriend. And they kind of like, you know, seeing, you know, it, I don't know, it was a weird situation. Yeah, it was like everybody looked like they was feeling each other out. Nobody yeah. was being Nobody's real with being each genuine, other. Yeah. They was just like talking and like kind of trying to talk in riddles mm -hmm. around the girl, Lala. And yeah. that's what her name is. Her name's Keisha on the show. Well, Lala you know what I mean, life, yeah. yeah. Um, but it just seemed like it was just so weird. Like, everybody was just doing some roundabout type thing. So, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, so that was weird. Then we had uh, old Tasha. Tasha and Angela, the, the tag team of the year. Yep. They get up with Tariq. That's when you know the nigga is fine and you know the nigga is that nigga when Tariq. he got the girlfriend and the wife working together. Like, they, me and somebody over here talking about what we gonna buy you for Christmas. Mm. That's the shit she's talking about right now. Don't, hey, don't, don't, don't tell me with a good time. Whatever. I'm just me. saying, like, Golly. hey. Mm. He want them J's, you I getting just, the shirt, you I just, getting the pants. I just like the attention. I ain't watch. Gonna, I wouldn't, it wouldn't even be you about the sex it? with me. It'd just okay. be about the attention, right. man. I'm like, man, two women think this highly a nigga, man. God, <laughs> Moving right along. Anyway, so yeah. So anyway, so Angela, Tasha, they tag team with Tariq. They come up with this little scheme that we don't know about, but we see it play out. So Tariq off, uh, caning up. You know, they they going out doing little stuff. Kane to take him on the block, drop him off on the block, give him some packs to move. You know what I'm saying? Tariq come back, move the shit. But nigga gave him some counterfeit money. He going to run down on the niggas, pull, down, pull out on the niggas, you know. You know, show he was a little gangster, you know what I'm saying? Cause 50 kind of liked that shit and started opening up to him. So Tariq started asking questions about, like, yo, why you kill your son? And, you know what I'm saying? 50 was like, shit, you know, you ain't got to worry about me ever doing nothing to you. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was just kind of like Tariq was kind of feeling Kanan out. And, then, yeah, he was in between because he knew what his mom and them told him. But he been with Kanan. So he was just like, damn. But, and you know. he even told him that you was more of a son to me than my own yeah. son was. So, I guess they kind of got him thinking, too. So, he really blew when the things popped off like they did, which I feel like it was fucked up, though. I, mm. I really do. Because I just don't see why they thought that 50 Cent was the best person to plant the gun on and all this other stuff. Because he was like, they said he was somebody nobody would vouch for. Like, they can't, you know what I'm saying? He was a, that's the kind of person he was. He had motive. He was the perfect person to, 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 to frame for this. Like, you know, he knew, he knew him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he so, had association. Yeah, he, so and it would just like it would it could work out, and then for him to end up dead, hell, you could say anything now because he he can't he don't have nothing to say. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, he said he wasn't going back, and he meant that. Yeah. So he took a few people with him. He took and, boy, look, hey, I really thought when so they when he got to the so so they get pulled over in the car. You know what I'm saying? They uh, what they did was Tasha had put out a fucking missing uh, missing child, kid, uh -huh. missing child thing, and said he might be in this car. So when they see the car, they pulled over the car. You know what I'm saying? He had got Tariq to put the gun in the car, like on some slot shit. I ain't even seen when he did it, but fifty to one, fifty said told him to close the trunk up, and that's when he damn slid the car, the gun in there. So when they pulled the car over, they, they pulled, you know, they they popped the trunk, found the gun, pulled him out the car, then they asked Tariq. 
is this man um, holding you against your will? And he lied. It was like, yeah. He didn't, he didn't really say nothing. Because 50 Cent was like, tell him, tell him, tell him that you know you here or whatever. Yeah, then he said, nah, I don't know what that man talked about. Yeah, he said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he did say Yeah, that. so he kind of like, you know, and I was like, damn, Tariq, you, you again, you being a fuck nigga. Like, Tariq a fuck nigga, but like, that's a fuck nigga. So then, you know, they put him in the back of the car, got down, 50 got down. I don't know how he gets the gun from the car. Like, Kanan is, you, we got underestimate, we underestimate the, the superpowers of Kanan. This nigga has been burned alive. He's been shot. Everything has happened to Kanan. He's still alive. So, this nigga, I mean, I mean. Well, Four niggas try to time. attack him. He, he's he, like this nigga. Kanan is a superhero, man, like a super villain. Like this nigga is amazing. So the cops about to arrest him. He takes the gun, the cops' gun, shoots him. Bam! Gets into a shootout. Boom, boom! Kills two other cops. I really thought he was gonna kill Tariq. I thought, he was I, and I thought everybody in America that was watching this show was like, "Yes, Tariq about to get the business." We really thought Kanan, and he ain't do it, man. So. Um, hey, that that was one of the most build up. Like I really thought, I really, 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 really. I thought he thought, did too because he kept looking at him. Yes. Like I mean, you put me in a situation. What the hell? Like how? Mm, Why? Mm, mm, mm. Wow. So yeah, man. So power, man. So end up Canaan. He's he's dead. I mean, he's in the morgue at the hospital. They would go down and look at the body. You know, he wasn't moving. So. I don't we know. Yeah, it, we yeah. we gonna we. I think Kanan is really dead this time. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I don't think if the body go missing from the morgue, that's gonna be the craziest shit. of power is gonna officially jump the fucking shark. Yeah. So please let Kanan be dead. Like. Yeah, I think he. You did. know what I'm saying? He gotta be dead. Like he can't be no. I mean, but that that shit was the best episode of the season. I don't know how they gonna top that on episodes nine and ten. I really don't know. But I wasn't. I was not expecting that. I wasn't either. I wasn't expecting that last. I was not expecting yeah. that. I was not expecting that. So that was power. People did get us. Uh, they got us on that one. So you know, you know that was a good one. So yeah, shout out to that one. Uh, did watch Insecure. We didn't have time to watch that before we recorded the episode. Well, she didn't have time to watch it, but I did watch it for y'all people. Uh, in this episode, uh, it kind of like you know Daniel and Issa. I mean, you gonna have to watch it because you you gotta see how the story is playing out. Daniel and Issa, they like you know they like roommates now, but you could tell they're crossing the boundaries. They hugging, you know, doing a little too much personal touching and shit like that. And you know, so Daniel goes and um. He gets up with this, his producer homeboy, and, you know, he plays a song for him. And so the dude was like, hey, man, let's change it up to, you know, change up the sound a little bit. So he changed the sound up and kind of, you know, basically changed the whole beat. And he was like, yo, so this is what we're going to roll with this get the spider. So, you know, when they go meet spider, you know what I'm saying, he was like, yo, play me the song. So Daniel played him his version, and his dude kind of looking like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, you know. So he's like, yo, we made another version. You know what I'm saying? You know, we made another version too. So then the homeboy played his version of it. And so then, you know, he's like, man, I like both of them, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man, I don't know. I can't choose. So this homeboy said, well, I got some other shit. And he just played some other shit. Like, well, now, nigga, fuck that other song. I got another song now. You ain't got nothing to do with this. You fucked, your, you fucked it up. So Daniel oh, really fucked it up trying to, you know, all you had to do, you know. You just ride with yeah, it. Yeah, give in. Like, till you get in the door, then you do your own thing. Yeah, like, that's, that's what you got. You got to get on, Daniel. Like, your prize too much. You want to push this new sound on niggas that's not really ready for that. You got to get in the door first, then push your new sound on niggas. But that's why I think Daniel fucked up at. Uh, Issa, she um took a new job. She got the property manager job. And I guess she thought she was going to be working in the office. But she liked the super. And she got a plunge. She got to do all this shit. So this is the job she got. She got an apartment for seven fifty. She told Daniel she was gonna move out. 
you know what I'm saying? Daniel was kind of like, oh, you could tell, like, you know, he was kind of hurt about it. But then, you know, like, one of the, he, he tried to, you know, he tried to put the moves on her, and she stopped him. You know, he was down there eating the box out, and she stopped him. I guess she didn't want to do it because I guess he was like, you like that? And then she was just like, she, I don't, she got out of it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, eh, the Issa story. Her job, like, she, yeah, I think she about to leave her other, she probably have another job, too. I think she's going to holler some people at another little organization like she with, like, we got y'all. Because she was, you know, they, they she about to get replaced. They brought in a new black girl they was interviewing for. So she see her replacement or her oh, way out okay. and be like, okay, you going to be the new me. I can bounce. Like, you know what I'm saying? She can get out of there. So, you know, and then they was kind of like, uh, Oh, and Molly at her new her new job at the all black place. They kind of enforcing the black stereotypes. Like uh, they ain't no like she was like, oh y'all don't use DocuSign. Then they're like, nah, we use a courier. She's like, oh in my old office, you know, we use DocuSign. It's way much faster. And they was like, oh okay. And then she come back to her office. She's like, oh these boxes don't go in the storage room. They was like. That is a storage room. Oh, in my old office, we had a room for storage. They was like, oh, okay. And then there was, <laughs> a, then there was a meeting. And then they was like, oh, where, where's uh, Malachi? Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, he's on CP time? And, she, and they was like, what? At your old office, y'all started all y'all meetings on time? And then she kind of see like... Yeah, like, you oh, might want to sit Yeah, there. like, you know, calm down. You know what I'm saying? So, do, do you want to get paid? Yeah, so, you know. Or not. Like, I, I got to do my billables by hand and all this stuff like that. And so, you know, so that's the whole Molly situation. Yeah, simmer down. Yeah. And, you know, that was about it. Covering everything for the show. Except for at the beginning, they, um, uh, the one of the married, the girl that's married, the only friend that's married, she's pregnant. I forgot she was pregnant. And uh, the girl Kelly, the cuss all the time, they were just out drinking and shit. But that was, that was about it. So, Insecure was all right. It was all right. So, that wraps up TV talk. Um, let's see. Got somebody from where I'm from. Oh, where we at now? On we list. on the question for the nation. Oh, question for the nation. Go ahead and read it. Juicy and sweet. Miss 404. Hi, guys. I listened to the show and I wanted to ask y'all something. Me and my boyfriend recently did a threesome with another girl. I really enjoyed it. Never did I think I would enjoy a woman's body like I did. I enjoyed it so much that me and her been hanging out, per se. I don't want... To tell my boyfriend because I enjoyed it more than it than when it's with just oh, me. I enjoy it more. more when it's just me and her. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> Ain't even gonna lie, old girl got me kind of sprung. How can something so wrong feel so right? Georgia Peach four o four. So, mm, well. Have never had this experience, so therefore I can't quite relate. Uh, but there was this one time in band camp. Just kidding. Uh, but really, I, I really don't know what to do for you. Yeah. I mean, if you like it, you I like mean, it. I don't I feel mean, like you got to tell him. I don't. I mean, but yeah, because y'all did it together. So I mean, I don't see nothing Whatever wrong. Whatever comes out of it comes I out mean, of it. But it's like. Uh, that's y'all thing. I mean, you know, it's not really cheating. There ain't no penetration, so I don't think he's gonna be upset. You know what I'm saying? It is what it yeah. is. You know, but I, I, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, you know, you can't if you you say sprung now. That's that's a bad she thing. Is sprung. So she yeah. said she kind of sprung. She think about old girl. So that mean that 
she won't this here to continue going on for a while. So, I mean, my thing is, I don't even see, I mean, why you say it's so wrong because of the fact that you and your man did it. So, I mean, clearly he didn't see nothing wrong with it when y'all was doing it. So, I mean, me personally, I would, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think you could say it's so wrong, but if you like well, it, you like it. Well, it's because she's cheating on her man. I guess, you know. It ain't cheating. He maybe, brought this person in his life, in her life. Maybe they were just supposed to be doing it. That's their thing, and you know what I'm saying? And he kind of like, she kind of took it too far, and now she all like, like you said, she sprung. Old girl got her. So I don't know, man. But I mean. But that's that Pandora's box. Yeah, that, that's definitely the, what that is. It is the box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the box. It is the box. Whether it's Pandora's or Keisha's or whoever else on yes. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So, uh, I guess that's our advice. I mean, thank you for the question. I mean... Um, yeah, the only thing I can say is, this, I mean, yeah. to me, I would, I would try to drop it in there to help him to understand that you really enjoyed it um, or whatever. But... If you say she got you sprung, me personally, I I would rather find out what I really like about it or what I really feel about it. Because sometimes it's the newness of something. Mm. It ain't necessarily the person. Uh, I mean, kind of. But you know what I'm saying? It kind of may not be. So I would rather say that, you know, see where you really feel like in your head in a couple of weeks or so. Before you really jump out there and be like, you really liking her, blah, blah, blah. And you telling him all about it and he feeling some type of way. Because it might just be the newness of it. Once the newness wears off, you might just be like, oh, yeah, I did have fun with her. But now, you know, I ain't really got to see her like that or we ain't kicking it like that no more or whatever, whatever. I don't know. Something about them may turn you off. So give it a little more time before you really throw yourself out there talking about you sprung. Because clearly, you know, that ain't what you... <laughs> what you need to be doing? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset because you ain't getting dicked down. So that that's the only thing that made me feel like I'd be like, oh. So I can have a girlfriend, but I, I can't mean, have I would a no, 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 no. I didn't say you can't, you can have one. I just said my my feelings wouldn't be as hurt because I'd be like, well, at least there was no penetration. You know what I'm um, saying? Like, you know, you don't know they might be on. Um, that's not. That's, with a strap on and all that's that's that kind not, of thing. Okay. So it's not it's the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, I'm not looking for a girlfriend because yeah. I love did dick. But, yeah, so, no worries. But, yeah, so enjoy yourself. You didn't say that y'all was married. You said y'all was boyfriend and girlfriend. So, I say, hell, figure yourself out. You might find out that you bisexual or you actually like women. I don't know. Figure it out before you get married to somebody. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and cancel practice today. I got all of them. So, yeah. So I wish you the best, Georgia Peach. Yep, shout out to 404. GP 404. So that means you in Atlanta. Very you, possible. You know what they do in Atlanta, girl. You done got turned out. Mm -hmm. Turned out. They turn the motherfuckers out. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down. So she need to be added to my prayer line. <laughs> GP404 So yeah Moving along man uh, What we got Keep 100 My, uh, my oh, prayer, prayer line. line Oh yeah Queen Jar prayer line Everybody Please uh, Be seated About to open the doors To the sanctuary Doors of the sanctuary open Who we praying for This week Queen Jar This week we gonna pray For none other than Jim Brown <laughs> Now this nigga here Doing the most 
Uh, now he coming out talking about, you know, I guess coming on uh, Trump's side, saying that the black community has a responsibility to look inward and not to blame Trump. I mean, we've been saying that for years. It ain't that nobody necessarily blaming Trump, but when you've been put in a position of power, you have responsibility. So therefore, it ain't a matter of blaming you. It's a matter of it's your job to do certain things correctly, and you're not doing that. Uh, the black community, I mean, we know he is not for uh, many minorities. Not, I probably don't think any. But nonetheless, the thing is, you as a black person, what have you done for the black community? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have. Google it, Google it for me or something. See what, what all contributions he's made. But I'm like, you a Hall of Famer, you over here knocking on heaven's door as we speak. You want, you need to make sure your shit right. Because you coming over here pointing the finger at what? Like, how much does it cost for them to buy niggas these days? Like, every time I turn around, it's some old nigga, somebody coming out of woodworks doing some old cooning shit. Like, how the hell are you black and you can talk bad about black people? Like, what gives you a platform? Have you been out here in the trenches doing some work trying to make back black people better? And they turning a back on what you doing, or you just been living good because you was black and black people supporting nah, your punk ass. I mean, he, he been putting in work, but he also a piece of shit. He been beating on his wife and all that. Oh, okay, shit. So well, they, you he, ain't nobody. Yeah, like you know, you, you see what news he on. You exactly. Know, you see, they get the token Negro. And that's my point. How much you got to pay to buy a nigga these days for niggas to come out and say all kind of dumb shit about black people? I mean, we been black. We don't have a choice. We can't pass for nothing else. You 82 years old, like I said, knocking on heaven's door. Therefore, you might want to make sure your shit's right. Because nobody knows when they're going to go. But I promise you this. Chances are, you closer to the gate than I am. So, for that very reason, you might want to be careful as to how you come out and say things about people. Because people always want to say, like, you know, the black community, we got homicide rates, but you fail to realize that the black people getting killed in black communities, the black on black crime, 99% of the time, these people have done something to violate the other person. It may be senseless to most, you know, people who are not in that environment, <clears throat> but that's their reality. You can be outraged at either scenario simply because of the fact that it shouldn't happen. It's human life. We should cherish it. But when you're talking about somebody who is a paid employee that is paid and has taken an oath to protect and serve and do right by people when they are put in a position where they could choose to do the right thing they choose not to when they are killing unarmed people they have to be held to a higher standard you can't just say well black people the people wouldn't kill y'all if y'all weren't killing each other shit that's a cop out like hell the people who are in charge, y'all supposed to be the, the rule, the people who set the rules. Why the hell would you allow somebody to think that it's okay because you all degrade yourselves? We can too. Hell to the nod. The reason why the black people do the stuff that they do is because they've been, many of them have been conditioned to feel like they have no value. And that's part of the main reason why they do it because it has been done systemically for generations. That black people have seen all this crazy stuff go on and therefore they feel like they have no value. They feel like the only thing that they can do is sell their bodies and sell dope and do all this stupid shit. 
So when you get to a situation that's like that, you have constantly oppressed a group of people and the, their reaction, their means is to survive. So if that's what I got to do, then they feel like that's what is necessary for them to sustain life. So you can't really blame somebody who does not know any other way. So Jim Brown, I pray that you see the light before you see the light. Uh, I'm going to let the church say amen to that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> wow. Jim Brown. Well, I tell you, but niggas be out here cooning hard, but I don't understand. When them niggas, it's like when you get too old or some shit like that, you just start cooning and shit. They just need to sit you, yeah, the they fuck beat down. you down. Yeah, like what the fuck? Bill Cosby. I thought did he was it. like a big, strong nigga. He was. He like, used to be all yeah, about the like, civil rights and stuff. He was. He was. That's the thing. Like he been putting in work, but these last like couple years. Like, the nigga been a piece of sh Like, he just been cooning. Like, hard cooning. Like, why? Like, what you done done, Jim? It's like, them, them niggas, like, you owe them a favor or some shit. Like they, he probably did. They, they let they him get out, of, get out of jail free card. And that's what it is. Like I said, it don't cost much to buy no niggas these days. It don't cost much. Because I know I saw the, with my own eyes when I was at the parade. And they had the black man holding the Confederate flag in the parade. And I'm talking about he was dancing and doing all kind of little jigging and carrying on. I'm like, nigga, nigga, that's the one gig you can't get. That's what's the problem with us nowadays. It just, it don't take much for us to just sell ourselves out. But, you know, Jim Brown, I, you just going to leave it. I'm going to leave it alone. I, I ain't going to put too much badness on you. So, keep it 100. <laughs> Am I gonna keep it 100 first or you? Yeah, you go ahead and do your keep 100. Okay. 100. Now, it disturbs me for multiple reasons. As an educator, as a parent, uh, it's too many kids that ain't in fucking school during school hours already. These kids ain't been in school for three weeks. Ain't even made it to three weeks. <laughs> two weeks and two days. Why are their children in Walmart, in the mall? And, and I know you ain't homeschooling them if your ass is in these places <laughs> at these times of day. Hell, how? what lesson are you teaching them? Are, are they doing a, a economics class or some shit that, that got to do with you going in the store? Uh, marketing? <laughs> these kids. Class, mommy, the grocery store. I'm showing you how to I add mean, and subtract. And, and using these coupons <laughs> and shit. I'm not understanding why you all. I mean, and it's way too many of them. It ain't just one or two. I'm saying, I mean, your whole family ain't at school. Like, you got the little kids who are not in daycare. You got the older kids who are school-age children. I need y'all to know that half the time your kids ain't paying attention when they in class. So they sure as hell ain't learning shit when they at the house with you. You got TV on in the background. Exactly. But some of your damn parents need to go back to school because y'all don't know nothing. Hey, that's why. Everybody cannot homeschool their kids. Like no. I'm like, yo, yo, what are your qualifications? You really think? Well, all you gotta do is follow this curriculum. Nah, nah, nah. Your ass is not no listen. Hell, nah. Hey, this shit need to stop, bro. This and half the time your churn ain't paying. You know damn attention, no way. Man, hell, nah, man. Cause hey, man. So oh. keep them churning school. And but yeah. what? Let them go to school anyway. They need some damn people skills. Cause they don't need to be sitting up at the house all day. That's not what they're gonna be doing for a living. Hell, nah. That motherfucker, hey, them homeschool people crazy. There's a bunch of them people, too. And they kids be bad than a motherfucker. Bad. Yeah, I said it. God damn it. Let your kids go to fucking school. Do not homeschool your kids. Unless you are an educator yourself. 
That's the only way I will okay you homeschooling your kids. I, I need to turn to be in another environment. That or you shit live ain't in Detroit. Cool. It's better if you live in Detroit. Don't yeah, don't just homeschool your kids if you go to, if you live in Detroit. You know oh, here you go back with the Detroit people. I mean, hey man, it's t- it's, it's okay to shit on Detroit again. Shout out to my nigga, the disrespectful motherfucking one, MJ. He hates Detroit, but I hate him now because it's football season. Him and that motherfucking Cam, they know fans. So fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, no, not Cam. Did, did he come over here? But Cam from Doctor Racer Show. Oh, no okay. fans. MJ a Cowboy fan. He like all the teams. I hate Cowboys and the motherfucking. Well, he might be nose. all right. I'm a Cowboys. And he, uh, and he a Laker fan. Like that's what I'm talking he, about. All the teams. I'd be like, ugh. That's all right. You ain't uh, got to like them all. I mean, if it went for Kobe and Magic, I would not like the Lakers at all. Ain't no need to hate. Yeah, man. But my keep it 100, man. 100. My keep it 100, man. It's about Shiggy, man. Shiggy is the real MVP. Why is Shiggy the real MVP, you asking, King Germ? Because think about it. A couple months ago, Drake was involved in a, a lyrical battle with your boy um, uh, Pusha T from the Clips. And, 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 and I mean, Pusha T had, had turned everybody in the world on Drake. We, we called Drake a deadbeat daddy. I mean, it was just like, hey, Drake, he, he assassinated Drake's character, his daddy, his mom, and like everybody, he touched everybody, everybody in Drake family up. So it was looking all black, bad for Drake. But we knew Drake had an album coming out, but we just didn't know what, what it was going to be. How was Drake going to turn the tide? Then came Shiggy. Shiggy did the motherfucking little Kiki song and shit like that. We forgot all about Pusha T. <laughs> Shiggy made us forget about whatever Pusha T said. I can't remember. The little diss song. What's the name of it? You remember it? I don't. You know. I, I, I mean, look at that. Look at that. I forgot the Pusha T diss song. I can't remember. No bars from it except for... I, I can't remember. Like, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember. And it's all because of Shiggy. Shiggy, like, Drake, whatever whatever this album do, you got to cut Shiggy a nice fucking check. A nice birthday party with all the yo-yo-yo. All the girls that you done had sex with. Had them show up and just show appreciation to Shiggy because Shiggy saved you. Shiggy saved you, Drake. He's the real MVP. So shout out to my nigga Shiggy, man. Shiggy is the real MVP. He saved Drake. He he made it so niggas forgot about Pusha T. Like niggas don't need like all them niggas that was going so hard for Pusha T. Where they at now? Where they at? Oh, they doing the fucking Kiki challenge and shit. Exactly. They doing the In My Feelings challenge. All them niggas that was talking shit about Drake. That they made a big comeback. It, it was because of Shiggy. And so until she, you mentioned it, I didn't even think about it either. So I was just like, that's what I'm saying. Like Drake, I didn't know who was. It Shiggy didn't have that. Yeah, Shiggy's the dude that started. Yeah, I know yeah. now, but yeah. And you know what I'm saying. So yes, man, he's the real MVP, man. He turned the tide in the whole thing, man. Shout out to Shiggy, man. He's the real MVP, man. So yeah, man, that's my keeping one hundred. Yeah. Week. And also, when you're not taking your children to school, you're teaching them to have a bad work ethic. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, your only fucking job is to go to school. Yeah. So if you're cutting them out of that, then what type of people are they going to be when they get the time to go to somebody's yeah, job? Look, you're going to follow up my dope, keep it 100 with that going back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I need to get that off my chest. I still was, you know, in my feelings about yeah, that. Man. So, yeah. Got any winners, man? Um... I hope that what you got ain't what I got, but you probably like how is that possible? Go ahead. But I was gonna say my my winner was gonna be Odell Beckham. Winner because he is the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, and he's my son's favorite football player. No, so he's not, not not no more. Cam Newton is his favorite football player. 
Well, he like Odell Beckham because of the hair. He got the same kind of hair. So, yeah. And that was who you had. Oh, well, you know. You can keep a lot of... Why, why, was, lot why of was he a winner? Because he got what? Because he he has become the um, highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. What was, what was the numbers of his contract? The numbers of his contract, it says uh, he can earn a maximum of $95 million and he has a guaranteed $65 million. Okay, over how many years? Five? They said uh, he'll average $20 million per year for the first three years. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. That guaranteed money. Woo! That's what you want to hear when you're an NFL player. That guaranteed. That's what you want to hear, players. Yep. Y'all quit signing y'all life away for these contracts that ain't getting no motherfucking money. You want to hear guaranteed. Shout out to Kirk Cousins. He, he, he showing y'all niggas how to get this money. Yes, man. Well, my winner, man, is Odell Beckham. Winner. For, you know, signing the biggest contract for a wide receiver ever, man. So, uh-huh. shout out to Odell Beckham, man. You know what I mean? Really? You got any losers? Oh, uh, Lord. Don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I can't pull I got up. a loser, man. Man, over the weekend, man, my loser is the guy that shot up the fucking Madden tournament in Jacksonville, man. Loser. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, so this dude, he loses. Like, these are, like, known people. Like, this ain't, like, just a random guy. He goes in, they say he lost, and then he came back in, just busting at people. They actually got audio other shit. And, I mean, it's kind of eerie, man. Like, the dude, man, it, man it's, it's fucked up, man. You lost, my nigga. Like, you must have came there with the intention to do that shit anyway, because I don't understand why you would do that shit. Like, you just go on a shooting spree. Like, I think, like, they say, like, four, two people died, three, two people died, including the shooter, and then, like, some other random people got shot and shit like that. So that's real fucked up. You my loser, man, for not being able to take that L, bro. Like, I mean, it's mad. I don't understand how it's that It's Madden. It's a freaking I mean, unless, game. Unless, unless you are getting paid to play Madden, like, that's your job. I, well, I mean, some niggas do. These niggas these days, these gamers these days, they, they got, like, fucking contracts and they getting paid. But it ain't that serious that you got to go shoot niggas up. I mean, you can go fight the nigga. I would have I had more respect for you if you just came in and snuffed the nigga. And you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, shit, he came in. You know, that's cool. I, I would be okay with that. But you coming in with a gun? Like, nah, nigga, run up to him with them hands. Y'all niggas put the fucking guns down. Quit being fucking pussies. Go out there. Get your fucking ass whooped. It'll make you a better person. You can't just go around and get the gun. And nah, fuck that. When you get in jail, ain't going to be no gun. You know, you don't have to fight when you get in jail. So you might as well get used to fighting out here on the streets. Yeah. Y'all niggas quit being fucking pussies. Put the guns down. Pick up your fucking hands and just duke it out. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all niggas, when niggas fall down, let's stop kicking them in the head and shit, man. That shit is unnecessary. You punch a nigga, you knock him down, he fall on the ground, that's it. Yeah, it's a done deal. Don't get up and don't kick him in the fucking head, man. That shit is unnecessary and it's overkill, man. Y'all niggas is, no, man. You really, that's, that's just not. So, fighting, like, look, let's go back to the fighting era. Let's go back to the 80s, man. Like, y'all niggas... Quit being fucking pussies. Yeah, people sorry and lazy. That's yeah, all that is. Want to grab a gun and shoot a nigga? Anybody can pick up a gun. I tell you, a pussy ass nigga will kill you faster than a real nigga will. Cause pussy nigga scared. He just gonna pull the trigger. You gonna fuck around, get shot, fuck around with these pussy niggas. Stop it. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that was senseless. Damn, man. That was my loser, man. That was Ooh. your loser. Yeah, man. You Ooh. said that with your chest. I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Wow, man. So, 
Yeah, man. That's episode 319, man. You got any shout-outs? Oh, yes. Uh, I want to shout-out Pam and the Fam, the Johnson Five, and anybody representing that 912, nigga. Seapoke baby in the hat. Yes. What you know about that? All that, all that fakery. Ain't no fakery, nigga. You know we the realest. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. All that fakery. But anyway, yeah, man, all my shout-outs, man. Shout-out to uh, B-Easy, GQ Blue, Saw Right, Short T. Short T. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Dr. Brace of everybody, the Dr. Brace of Network, man. Mr. Wash, that disrespectful motherfucker MJ. K-Law, the truck driver. Uh, goddamn. Shout-out to Peppy J from Be More, Ruler Myself, uh, Drew from D.C., Gerard in Boston, Light Skin Kanye, uh, RT3, uh, uh, Rick James, bitch, MJ Money Nine S, Stacks, uh, anybody over at that site to fuck with us. Uh, shout out to Papa Dash, Daughter Dash, Miss T Lee, uh, Tracy May, uh, uh, who else? Um, Thecka Jones. Shout out to Thecka Jones. Um, shout out to uh, yeah, man. Anybody else that, that, that fuck with us? The the long way, the short way, or no way at all, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, man. Episode 319 in the books, man. It's a fucking monsoon coming down outside. You probably... That's not the quiet storm shit that you hear in the background. That's real fucking Florida rain hitting the fucking ground. Uh-huh. So, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the mood is set, baby. Yeah, whatever. Hey, hey. So, yeah, man. Episode 319 in the books, man. Uh, y'all know how to get in touch with us, man. At Frocast on Instagram. Um, you can always email us, uh, email us at nappyafro at nappyafro.com. We get the email. Let us know your question from the nation. You know, you got a compliment, you got a fucking complaint. Hit us up. Let us know. Phone number three four seven two zero one two four seven two. And um, you said you weren't gonna say it again. I said I won't say it again then, but I said it again now. But anyway, this your boy King Jern. And this your girl Queen Jern. And this was the Frocast episode three hundred nineteen, presented to you by NappyAfro.com. We out this bitch. Peace. Peace. And ghosts are still fine. Fuck ghosts. Ghosts are rat. Whatever. He's a snake. Ghosts are rat. He always trying to get niggas. He can get it. Yeah, he gonna get it, alright. He's gonna die. He can get it. This is the end of the show. Feel free to visit nappyafro.com for more information. Or not. It's your loss. Nappyafro.com